<laughs> Wait, Josh, before you pass it, yeah, yeah. you give us your podcast intro? <laughs> Yeah, totally. Please. My podcast intro? Yes. I know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> I need to hear it. You're just like so made for this. Please do it. <laughs> Are you talking about, welcome everyone to another episode of What It's Like For You. <laughs> I'm Josh Lyon, your host. <laughs> we're getting chills. Thank you. That's really funny. <laughs> your NPR intro. <laughs> Thank you. That's all yeah, yeah. I needed. Uh, the ending room is real. I'm a three. <laughs> The Big Hormone Enneagram. Hi, I'm John Lukovich, uh, the sexual self-pressed 45 link, 458 trifix. Hi, I'm David Gray, self-pressed sexual 9 with 1974 trifix. What up, it's Emika, I'm the 8 wing 7. Sexual self press with eight five four fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy. I am a self press social three wing four with a three six nine trifix. If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app. And if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review. All right, we're going live. All right, we are live now. Someone can someone check the group and see. If it's right it's in the group, now. it's happening. Yeah. All right. It's happening. All right. Oh. are you comfortable? I am not comfortable, but we are <laughs> making this work live from the bedroom in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York, uh, under this uh, uh, whatever this fuck this thing is, and uh, naked Greek wrestlers. The gymnasium here. Yeah. And uh, ball sack tussling. Ball sack tussling. We are uh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, we're doing a second live pod, and uh, hopefully this is going to work because the internet sucks here. Yes. And uh, Emika has been stressing up here for hours. Uh, our our heroic, uh, useless beast. Useless beast. <laughs> our useful useless beast. And uh, yeah, so hello, and then we have a whole bunch of people here. So welcome mm-hmm. everybody. And then David's barely here. David's half here. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to speak. Can you point the microphone to your mouth? Oh. <laughs> Not Hello. <that> close, please. <laughs> yes. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we doing? We're doing questions? And- yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, is there anything interesting y'all want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> anybody, can, anybody can grab the mic. And- yeah, anybody can grab a mic. Uh, you know, we're just chilling. But we have a bunch of questions people submitted. And, I mean... We've all been doing oh. stuff and burning out for the last couple of days. So, I don't know. Is there anything interesting, any Grim related or this weekend related that anybody First wants? First of all, how many people do we have in here? One, yeah, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, plus us. It's like 16. There's 16 people in here. That's, wow. Yeah, this. Sold out. All right. Sold out show. Sold out stadium. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 10 last time. Totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me get you a fucking, yeah, something to put something, your knees on. Yeah, actually, yeah, can you? Thank you. <laughs> I love you. That, oh, that's for you? Huh? No, that's for you. No, yeah, that's yours. <laughs> you need to, okay. you, we need you to nail constantly. I have to. Okay, so, I mean, uh, we're having a, a zone, of course, and uh, what I think is uh, cool about this, I, I want to hear from you all, but I think uh, even though we're, like, partying a lot, and, uh, I mean, I feel like I want to die, um, I think it's all very special when we all, like, people get together and talk 
you know, I think the language in Enneagram gives us like a certain way of seeing each other. So like, I mean, for example, Emma and I met Josh <laughs> at the uh, at the restaurant the other day, and Josh, like, we were Emma and I were like forty five minutes late, yeah, uh, and Josh is sitting there doing some like work. T- yeah, work, tax <laughs> shit and. <laughs> The embodiment of hustle culture. Yeah, so you know, type three. So I mean, you know, and it's just it's just fun, and uh, so I appreciate everybody showing up, and um, I hope you've had fun thus far. Um, wow. Yeah, is there anything you want to talk about, or I'll just I'll just blast or whatever. No, let's or, let's hit some questions. That let's hit some questions. Blast, right. baby, blast. Did anybody look at those questions? It's all, is he, did you keep them on your like? I, I sent it to the whole group. Okay, group, okay. Yeah. Why would anyone look at the question? <laughs> you know, one thing that, that did come up in one of the recent threads was uh, someone wanting to get Alexander's take on your experience with the sexual instinct. I know we've talked about this ad nauseum, but people God. seem to want more yeah. of you no, explaining how you No, you guys are just abusing me with this sexual instinct. Yeah. Well, I think it was right, that thread well, that someone was talking about. Like, uh, I think you commented oh. about the psychological mixing that... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, you can talk about that first. Yeah, can we can we warm up to that? Yeah, yeah. Can we can we, can we foreplay our way into that? Or I guess we've been hanging right. out for yeah, go for it, go for it. for a couple of days, like from a social uh, warm up. Like, what's been your impression of the group so far? Yeah, social oh, man, time. That's, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, ask me that again. What's been your impression of the weekend so far? Yeah, stay in front of everybody. Yeah, um. it sucked. <laughs> Oh my gosh, my phone is. Tell us which one. Oh you yeah. Hate. Yeah, the video. Yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, as a social type and as a Bermuda nine, I did. Amber, yeah, Amber, Amber just mentioned I did have a lot of anxiety coming into this. You know, like I've met some of you before. I have not met a lot of you, so there was a lot of like, how is this gonna? Is this gonna work? Is this not gonna work? Are people gonna clash? Is it going to be? Is it going to be harmonious? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been great so far. It's very cool to see everybody just naturally mixing and naturally, um, working with what we know about each other as far as type goes and using that to make everybody feel comfortable. And yeah, it's been very, very cool so far. I'm sure we're all tired. Is anybody <laughs> had... yeah, hating it? <laughs> no. <laughs> anybody wanting to go the fuck home already? <laughs> all right, cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, even though, like, so, you know, uh, there's three social blinds. Are, are you done, babe? No, go ahead. Or, no, no, yeah, I'm good. There's three social blinds up here, uh, and so this is our, like, uh, Very... uh, like, how, what is a non-offensive way of saying imp- impaired, uh, <laughs> way of trying to connect with other people? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, like, uh, just having people in the atmosphere or whatever, and so, I don't know, like, these, these, uh, meetups are always, like, been life-changing for us, like, every time. Uh, somebody gets into a new relationship, her relationship <laughs> ends or whatever. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. It's really special, but um, no, it's really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alex said, "Who am I marrying here?" I think it's as a social blind, you can discount like what happens when a group of like-minded people come together. There's like a vortex yeah. of common like yeah. tension that gets created that that it's hard to quantify. Um, and also because we are all into the Enneagram and there's a way that you can really see and connect to each other that's more real than probably anything else that you've experienced before. So it's really special to me, but I think it's something that everyone 
isn't prepared for in terms of like this is kind of a very different experience so yeah and i know that some people came from far away so i mean like uh does yeah. anybody who came from far away want to say anything about why they came here <laughs> does anyone who came all the way from finland have anything to say? <laughs> give her the mic <laughs> She's also a nine, so she we got to... She needs four play, too. <laughs> yeah, how many nines are in here? Oh, yeah. One, two. One, two. Man. God, it is creamy in here. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of nines. There's a lot of sixes, too, right? Yeah, how many sixes? All, this, oh, is a, this is an attachment gang. <laughs> <laughs> this is an attachment gang. Who are the hexads here? Amber, Crystal, uh, and then Amica and John. <clears throat> That's it. Wow. That's it. The rest of us are nines and sixes and threes. Wow, interesting. That's how it goes. So that's why this has been going really well. <laughs> Someone took the lead and we all just fucking went with it. We need attachment types to keep it going. That's right. It's also been very cool to see, well, as a body type to feel everybody in person. You know, like that is a different thing. I've known a lot of you online or just been familiar with you guys through the group. So to have like an in-person vibe that maybe matches or maybe does not match uh, has been i don't know it's been cool too it's been cool too because people can have like preconceived um preconceived ideas about what a person is going to be like based on type like for example crystal is here she's a yeah. seven wing six and i was expecting more like frenetic you know insane chaos energy. queen insane <laughs> energy yeah but she's <laughs> it's been it's been uh discreet insanity yeah we're telling you to turn it we're telling you to turn it up that's not insane at all well i mean all right here's me doing my social but like i'm interested if anybody wants to share like what they got into the like how they got into the enneagram and like what it's done for them you know because like i mean people who've listened to this shit you know have heard our bullshit over and over again so if there's anybody who wants to talk about that anyone i, I know about myself so i was like how the fuck am Introduce i yourself. functioning i'm amber Hi. what's your type i'm a social sexual uh seven wing eight uh with a nine fix and i was very not ready to deal with bills and like mm -hmm. all that stuff so it took me a really long time and i'm still working on self-pres but that's what initially got me into like looking into typology what because I couldn't function. I was like, how come everyone's functioning except for me? <laughs> and I couldn't, I don't know. I just didn't relate to anyone. So that's how I found out about but how, it. But how did you get uh, involved with uh, us? Oh, yeah. Someone was showing me, like, oh, trying to prove to me that I'm a six and was, like, linking the website. And I was like, can Any I have grammar? the link to the website? And then I read Seven Wing Eight on the Wings page. And I was like, oh, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> like, to a T. You were uh, unmistakable. Unmistakable, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, immediately was like, I need to do this and I'm going to make a video. I mean, I think I made a video within a week and I just did it, like, without even... I made a little note and I just did it and then they got my typewright and I was like, if these people type me anything but seven, I'm going to throw them in the garbage. <laughs> I really was, like, not, true, like, ready to throw fashion. everyone in the garbage. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they got my typewriter, yeah. Hex head, yeah. <laughs> so that's how it started. Now I I love you guys. I love you too. I Amber. love you too. Anybody right, else want to share any Enneagram shit? How did you get indoctrinated into yeah, the cult? Into the cult. <laughs> yeah, we're all doing blood sacrifices after this, so. Everyone can tell. 
All right, we, Celia. All right. Is this close gotta, enough? You gotta yeah. deep throat it, yeah. Okay, hi. Hi. I'm Celia Grace. I'm a six wing five uh, middle manager. <laughs> Trifix order to be determined. It's a matter of great debate lately. Except you don't really debate with Amber, do you? <laughs> um, self presentation. I actually I found Enneagrammer because I was absurdly, in retrospect, mistyping as an eight based on garbage Enneagram content. <laughs> Absurd. Um, and then I found, I don't even know how I found the website, but I started looking at, you know, six and the wings for sixes. And then um, there was a blog post, I think, from Joseph about six with the different gut fixes. And then I was like, oh, I see. This is a type that can show up in so many different mm -hmm. ways. Um, and I still was deludedly thinking that I was eight fixed. Because mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think at that point I really knew what one sure, was. Sure. You know, I just knew that I was not nine fixed. Like, that, that was not yeah. me. Um, but then I joined you and I put up a video and y'all set me straight right away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done with this. Who gets it next? Oh yeah, this is good. We got Sarah Simon. Good story time. It's yes. Yeah, it's this a talking circle. Okay, great. Well, I'm Sarah. I'm a hi. I'm a nine three seven DJ social self prez, and I definitely came in as not a four. <laughs> I had a really big <laughs> something happen <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> What? I didn't hear that anyway. Um, anyway, so I came to the Enneagram in general, like definitely through evangelical Christian mm. literature. And that's not because I am like religious. It's just because it was the first thing that came up on Google and stuff like that. I was following this YouTuber and she like mentioned Enneagram and I love collecting like different personality things and nothing has quite stuck with me like MBTI. Now I'm getting into OPS and I'm really liking that. Yeah, but like in the past, like I was always really interested in personality stuff, but something about the Enneagram was different because it was a dynamic system. It wasn't like you are this box, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I was studying it for a year. I actually went to like this study group with like many 60 and 70 year olds in Canada during, um, the pandemic and everything was virtual and I was a four I was affirmed that I was a four I was like so clearly a four right um a social four um and then you know I probably came across big hormone enneagram just through like searching enneagram podcast because I was listening to enneagram and coffee I didn't really like that one um and I was listening that's to, our favorite podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was also listening to Beatrice Chestnuts I was listening to Ian Crone. Another friend of the show. We Ian Crone's disease. Ian Crone. Ian Crone. Like, oh, yeah. Ian Crone, yeah. And, uh, and then I started listening to you guys and all the podcasts with BHG. I was like, yeah, I'm obviously a four. Like, every, I would selectively choose, like, four. And I was like, I remember being so bothered by John because I was like, what? He thinks he's the only four in the universe. Like, <laughs> um, and then, you know... <laughs> And then I get really confident and I submit a video and I'm like, duh. And I get it back and it's, first of all, I hated the screenshot you guys chose of me <laughs> from my, I, I was like. <laughs> you, I like to humiliate people. You chose a bad photo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> is he? Is he kidding? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, and I saw 937 
And one thing that made Nine hard was because of everything else I had read about Nine. But also I thought my mom was a Nine. And mm. I yeah, perceive it. That's yeah. really hard, yeah. We, I am now in between what she actually is. But anyway, it was really hard. And so I had like a freak out on Facebook. And then... <laughs> I appreciate your... Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we love freak outs. But I wanted to stay because I was really stubborn and proving everyone wrong. <laughs> and, you know, I started to... Like I went away from the podcast for a couple of months. But then I felt like I missed being part of that group that I <laughs> always listen to because it really makes you feel like, you know, you're part of a group of friends or just like listening to you guys. I really liked all your inside jokes. <laughs> and then um, I came back to it and it was attachment to disconnect episodes that really helped me mm, kind of mm, like see stuff. Mm, yeah. Mm. And then even more, like even more broke my heart was the sexual blind. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, all the shit. Um, but particularly, and this is the last because I've been rambling, but um, particularly like what I've learned from the social or the instinct stackings. Um, I remember in one podcast episode, it was said really like succinctly something like social is looking, self-pres is settling. And like sexual is like finding in mm. a certain way. Like that's a shorthand for thinking mm. of the instincts. And that made a lot of sense to me in terms of being social self-pres. That's a whole other thing. But um, like the sexual blind, I'm like uncovering what that means to me. So we can talk about it later because I know that was a question. Yeah, cool. that, yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Who's next? In our Alcoholics Anonymous <laughs> circle. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't pull too hard on that. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm the one who suggested the talking stick, by the way, and yeah, now I'm like... Go. Yeah, now you really gotta suffer you social types. <laughs> I don't like it. You can do it. Um, she's in the shot. She's in the shot. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm Kristen. Um, Barely. Oh. Oh, no, is no, now the camera? No. <laughs> too much seeing. Too much seeing. No. The nine is in the spotlight. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, okay. My name is Kristen. Um, social self prez nine wing one nine six three. Um, familiar. Yeah. He's known for the trifix drawings. Oh, yeah. yeah the I'm artist the, yep. in the group. Which we had a meeting about earlier. We did. It, yes. Amazing. Yeah, David doesn't yes. have a microphone, so I'll just speak for here. Actually, yeah. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Everything I just said. Yeah. No, he um, said. <laughs> okay, do it. Kristen and I are revising the Trifix booklet. Yeah. <laughs> he did it. Everyone applaud him. Using Kristen's beautiful paintings for each of the Trifixes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've got some big plans. Big It'd be plans. great. Yeah. yeah. Big project. Big plans. Yeah, um, well, my story's pretty simple. I only, like, knew the Enneagram from taking a quiz, like, years ago, and it said I was a five, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty, Man, same. that's right, yeah. <laughs> and, like, um, I started a job uh, at a greenhouse that I could actually listen to podcasts, so, and I, like, never even like heard of or thought of podcasts before that but i'm like well i need something to do and not just music or whatever so i remember um like my roommate shout out to the social blind roommate that i have like told me about this podcast like a year beforehand and she was just kind of like yeah it's just a thing that they talk about and and social <laughs> blinds are just ahead of the curve <laughs> yeah, yeah. and and then like when i actually listened to it i was like why the fuck did you not like 
impress this on me immediately because I'm like, this is the greatest, like everything is making sense. And, Mm. but I still like, I still thought I was a five. So I was listening to it in the attachment way of like, yeah, I definitely do all this. But then like, I think maybe being social too, I was like, well, I, I cannot come into the group saying this because there was something in me that like knew, knew exactly. <laughs> and I was like, no, there's something wrong. So I, you know, had the moment of realizing I was a nine and and then started to talk on the group once I'm like, I think I don't want to be roasted by everyone right away. Um, yeah, I mean... What? Very, very. How did you expect that? <laughs> That's yeah. very similar to my entry. Also, I was like sneaking in there, but doing just enough searching to not get called out. Right, I, I lurked. I like I, yeah. I lurked for a while, just like okay, I'm getting the vibe of it. Yeah, everyone. yeah. And like now, I, I'm really feeling it somewhere. Like I'm probably not a five, but then like, what does that mean? And then I had the whole like. I could see myself in every type. So like, well, which yeah. one is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then having to kind of like go back and like re-listen to things, I think, and like um, reconsider how everything applied, I think it really hit me hard and I made like a lot of super big life changes. So mm. cool. yeah, like what? right. Yeah. So <laughs> like what? <laughs> super big life changes that um well i ended my relationship hell yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yes <laughs> break up city break up city, break up city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah We're yeah de- destroying <laughs> relationships and marriages since 2020 oh really okay <laughs> <laughs> right. Who yeah. has just a quick, just a quick thing? Who has started or ended a relationship amidst this group? <laughs> okay. We got one, two, awesome. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then Amber too. <laughs> all right. So we're all suffering. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So there's that, <laughs> but that also caused then like I I moved, um, bought a house. Oh nice. Um, yeah. And bought a house is not a typical big hormone reaction. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> right. But we'll take credit anyway. Yeah. We'll next zone credit. can come to my house. All right. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> In Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's gonna be lit. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's not too far. Yeah, the, cool. and the train's pretty like quick too getting there. Yeah. But anyway, um, amazing. I'm trying to think what else. And yeah, like I think it's like definitely improved my relationships with friends and people, and like just how I see things. And um, actually, is like one of like I've been doing art for a while, but I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do these little doodles and just like you know see what people think and like actually putting it on everyone being like oh my god these are amazing. i'm like wow i'm doing something <laughs> <laughs> like that was pretty cool so um oh god don't put me on the spot dream interpretation <laughs> right i'm in yeah i'm also i think yeah becoming a lot closer to people here by interpreting everyone's dreams <laughs> Making them cry and cool. suffer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we like blood and tears. So yeah, either one, I, li- we'll I like take. that kind of stuff. So <laughs> really harnessing your channeling ability with those trifix drawings, and, and now what the dream interpretations? Yes, just yes. really letting the spirit come through you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's awesome, and and so I um, I think that's it. Cool. <laughs> Anybody else want to jump on? You like this passing situation or? <laughs> so don't pull on the cord too much. Yeah, be gentle. All right. No, I'm no. Okay. <laughs> Hi. 
I'm gray and I'm an alcohol. No, um, <laughs> um, I'm a social self pres three wing four three six eight. Um, she's really obnoxious, but I knew that going into. So I found the enneagram because I um, I found personality in general because I'm obnoxious, and I knew that. I was like, okay, so I'm clearly making a mess. It's clearly my fault. And then people are like, what do you mean? Like what? Like why? Why can't you just be? fine and it's like mm. and so it's a whole thing and so then i got into objective personality where they told me okay you're just a, like really obnoxious jackass i'm like agreed perfect but what do i do about it? and they're like stop i'm like cool yeah and i'm help. floating around annoyed and like kind of still like starting to see that some things are like the crack in the story was you know starting to like show through in my life i was like okay this is not something's wrong and it started with the objective personality stuff like eh. and then I found out that some of the people in objective personality who are type twins were also type twins in Enneagram. Mm. And I thought, oh, okay, that's weird. There's a correlation here, maybe. Mm. There really isn't. But, you know, I thought it would, there could have been. Yeah, it's so like, okay, I'll try these way. guys. They listened to one podcast. I'm like, God, they ramble. Got really annoyed. And it took me like, hey, listen, it took me like a no- number I'm, one rambler here. <laughs> <laughs> it took me like a month of just being like, three wing four agitated to finally just be like but i want to know <laughs> but and then finally once i got to know everyone's person like then the rambling became addictive and i was like okay wait this is really interesting and really deep uh fucking jackasses <laughs> but i so i i go and i i i think i'm like okay i'm probably i thought i was an eight prior I was like then i saw what attachment was like okay i'm not i'm probably a six because I'm such a mess, right? Yes. I'm so messy. Absolutely. Such a mess. Absolutely. And my Disaster. contained little turtleneck. And Disaster. now that I'm on camera, I'm sitting up straight. <laughs> no. Just yeah. such a mess. And then as soon as I got my type back as three wing four, I went, oh, okay. Oh, I'm like really disconnected from what I want. And I'm, there's not a lot of people who are mirroring what I want in my life huh so then it starts to crack even more mm -hmm. and like it's just like the crack in the wine wine glass is like mm -hmm. going down but it hasn't fully shattered yet and then i go to a zone and i'm here with all these beautiful people and i feel like my cup is overflowing with just like how cared for and seen i felt and i went back to my regular life and went mm-hmm Nope. And I proceeded to set it all on fire. Yeah. And Beautiful. it was, I am so much happier now that I'm like, I'm living on my own now. I'm like hanging oh, out with I my, yes, I didn't, uh, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm getting divorced, which is yummy. I love <laughs> yeah. that for me. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for me. But this, uh, is the, this is the, the, what is the thing that an alcoholic's not you like talk about how long it's been since your last drink? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this should be the thing. How yeah. long has it been since the, <laughs> yeah. Since the how long? The yeah. It's literally was July. That was the last zone. So it was like two weeks later. I yeah. just ended everything. So really? I, it's like been really months of like really coming back into myself and being like, Oh, I forgot that I liked this. I forgot that I cared about this. I forgot that I hated this. Like there's a bunch of things I just lost along the way of trying to make something work because it, that's what I thought I wanted. And it wasn't. And that like this helped me see what I actually, not even what I actually want, but that I could want so many different things. And I don't have to settle into just one thing and just be that thing. And then have a pretty perfect image of that thing. It's like, I can relax and taste test and explore and, 
change, which is really hard with the three eight thing of like, mm. no, I have to like really press into it and really make you feel that I'm this one exact thing and locked in. It's like mm. ugh, gross. Six, six awesome. No more of that. Yeah, yeah six, six definitely worker bee yeah. consistency. Girl yeah, boss. Yeah. <laughs> Gaslighting and gatekeeping, my girl bossness. All right, All right. I'm done talking. That was great, Gray. Oh gosh, Josh. Josh oh. Oh Josh. Another Everyone. shimmering three. <laughs> <laughs> Do you um, really want to do this? <laughs> this is our I'm feeling kind of withdrawn right now, um, so I'll keep it short. But yeah, what's the, the tr question is, how did I discover the Enneagram? How did you discover the Enneagram? Or yeah. what does it mean for you or us or anything? Yeah, us. talk about it's us. About, it's yeah. about you guys. Uh, yeah. I want to hear about This is. Yeah. Um, well, I, I discovered the Enneagram in a workshop like eight years ago, a, like a private workshop um, run by this guy out of his house in St. Louis. And it pretty much rocked my world. Um, it was obvious that I was a three, like right away. Um, and yeah, um, I basically, you know, took as many trainings as I could in a three-ish way, um, <laughs> and was pretty obsessed with it and was just kind of, uh, drinking all the Kool-Aid from all the different schools and stuff like that. And, and then at a certain point realized that, um, I felt like there were certain inconsistencies in the ways that people were describing the Enneagram. And uh, when I discovered, actually, you know, John, you, when you and I connected and then I started taking classes from you and Julie, that was kind of like um, the first sort of more like fringe Enneagram thing that I did. Um, fringe Enneagram. Was there, there was like, there was like, I would go to classes, there'd be like two or three people in that small room. Josh, you're embarrassing me. There's, there's like 20 people there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, but that stuff was great. No, there was like, no, it was, was like two or three people. Yeah, but it was great. It was like you were, it was like prior to you publishing your book, you were like working on your instinct stuff. Um, but I think that started me, it just started an orientation to like unpacking more like what was behind the Enneagram or under, like, like burrowing even further through it. Um, and yeah, I just really appreciated your guys' podcast for taking that um, to um, a lot of different levels and uh, opening up kind of more of that curiosity in me. So. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Great. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Before, before you pass it, before you pass it. Wait, Josh, before you pass it. Yeah, yeah. Can you give us your podcast intro? <laughs> yeah, totally. Please. My podcast intro? Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I need to hear it. You're just like so made for this. Please do it. <laughs> Are you talking about, welcome everyone to another episode of What It's Like For You. <laughs> I'm Josh the Lion, your host. <laughs> We're getting chills. Thank you. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Your NPR intro. <laughs> Thank you. That's all yeah, yeah. I needed. Uh, the ending room is real. I'm a three. What can I say? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, I'm Michaela. I'm a three wing four, nine one nine wing one seven wing six DJ. Anyway, um, social self press. <laughs> so I'm also my voice doesn't always sound like this. I'm recovering from a cold. It's usually deeper. Um, so I, uh, I'm going to be short too, because it does kind of hurt to talk. Uh, I discovered the Enneagram. I took like a test a couple years ago and it was like probably a three followed some like Instagram accounts about it. Uh, I've always kind of been into typology, like most social threes are. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, I really, I was exposed a lot to the, to the like Christian, Christian whitewashed version of it. And it was like. Uh, not really my thing. I like followed it loosely for entertainment. And then, uh, so I found Big Hormone through their Instagram. 
I saw a meme come up that was dragging threes. It was like, oh, this is like, they get it in a mm-hmm. way that's not just pumping up my ego. It's like they're actually calling out the like weird shit that I do that like I thought no one knew about. So, um, <clears throat> so that made me listen to the podcast and it was just like, it was a whole new world of like s- new content and like, I think we kind of, someone else was mentioning about like the other podcasts that just suck and just don't even come close to what I was feeling internally when I was listening to what you were saying. So um, <clears throat> joined the Facebook group through that, got typed. When I got typed, I didn't even know about trifixes or instincts. Like I had no idea. So um, it, it really like shone a light more on what, how I do three wing four, I guess. And then it made it sink so much more. And like, it was just so much more targeted. And like, that was what was really moving me. So, um, yeah. Oh, I also ended a relationship. Congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I, so how it affected me and I know I can't go too deep cause I'm going to cry. I'm not doing that, but, uh, uh, no, um, like I made a really hard decision like that. It's just, it's, affected me profoundly and that's as much as I can give it right now without like probably breaking down but it's Aww. profound it's yeah. it really is okay thank you all right so I'm Sammy I'm a 954 uh self social and um this is really uncomfortable for me. <laughs> um, yes, me too. Um, so basically, I found out about the Enneagram on Tumblr back in like 2015. I was in high school, and um, I thought I was clearly like a four, and uh, you know, but I, I was going back and forth between four, five, and nine, and I was frustrated that I couldn't come to a solid typing, and so I was still like interested in the Enneagram, but I was like if I can't find out my type, like, why, what's the point? Like, I just, I need something solid, um, because I was just really frustrated, and, um, I don't remember how I found your guys's website. It might have been, like, on Twitter or something, but I read the four description thinking it would really resonate with me, because I was hoping for something to resonate with me, um, and I think, like, in the four description, one of the first paragraphs was, like, you know, this is what four is not. And I remember reading that paragraph and I had a very like, oh shit moment because it was like, I relate to this, like what four is not. Like I feel pretty harmonious and peaceful and like I'm not so separate. Um, so then I read the nine description and I was like, okay, this resonates. And it, you know, I was like shocked for a moment, but I was actually really relieved um, to have finally landed on something that resonated. Um, and so I joined the Facebook group and my original typing was not 954, it was 952. Um, and then if I remember correctly, Emika messaged me one day, like super out of the blue, like a few months into getting typed, and he told me he wanted to go over my heart fix again because I seem removed. And that offended me because... <laughs> um, Emika offended that's a, someone, that's, an that's move. so weird. Just to message you out of the blue for some strange Ser- request? Or? <laughs> because that's, th- those were his words. Like, you seem far more removed than this other 952 who was in the group. And I was like, I literally was actually like so offended. I was like, okay, like I'll chat with you. But I was, I was upset. <laughs> like a nine. <laughs> you asshole, okay. Because I didn't, yeah. Because I didn't, my... 
at the time I was really insecure about being too withdrawn, too introverted. Mm. And so having a two fix was like, I'm not as introverted as I think I have this like sweetness to me, you know? And so then to think I might have a four fix that was like, I don't want that. I don't want to be withdrawn. I don't want to seem, Mm. you know, isolated. But Mm. once we landed on that, it, um, it really solidified things for me. Like to have that moment of like, not being happy with my typing mm. and making it real. Welcome, <laughs> because, Welcome to hell. Because, <laughs> because I wasn't unhappy about being a nine, but I was really unhappy about having a four fix. And I feel like most people want, like, you know, not want to be a four, but they think they're a four. They try to fight for having a four fix. And I never understood that. Like, I'd never, mm. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, not, it's not good. It's not bad. Like, I'm neutral about it, but I was just really, like, insecure about it. But it really solidified things for me. And, um, yeah, being here is... You know, really, me stepping out of my comfort zone, and uh, and I'm happy to be here. So. We're happy you're here. We're happy you're here. Let's see. Yeah, Dallas, um, and uh, I'm like super, super new to the Enneagrammer, but not like as new of to yesterday. The, yeah, <laughs> not new to the Enneagram though. That was yeah. actually my first typology. I got it 16, so it was 15 years ago. Um, and I've not been typed in the Enneagrammer, but uh, most of my knowledge has been through character and neurosis. Mm-hmm. Um, and my self-type on that, as far as I'm willing to go for that, is nine wing one social self-pres. I think that's pretty fucking dead on. <laughs> Just my Impressive first impression. That you landed on probably your correct typing on the first try. Yeah. 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 I don't, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, so I went through the book, like all, all the way through and read through it with them all. And um, just because I saw a lot of people around me, I mean, everyone wants to be four. And I saw, I saw everyone, I'm like, you know, the only type in this book that genuinely made me sad was the nine. Mm, yeah. God. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's my, that's my first typology. Um, and just kind of been tentatively coming into Enneagram or just want to not be too presumptuous with it. Get it right. First time. Respect. He's nines, man. Respect. Hi. <laughs> um, I'm Crystal. And I'm a seven wing six, seven one four. Um, I got, I well, I found the Enneagrammer, found about the Enneagram like randomly on an accidental ASMR video, and then I just like, um, I like was reading. I took a test and I came out of four, and then I found the Enneagrammer website, and I went on there and I was like, no, I'm not a four. I'm probably a nine. I thought I was a nine for like a really long time, and I guess I just didn't really know like. When I when I got typed as a seven and like triple frustration, it kind of made me realize like that's uh, I think I thought I was a nine because like when I I'm like, oh, nines don't get their way. Like everybody walks <laughs> all over nines. I never get my way. But really what it is is like, I mean, you guys have seen it in action. I think a couple of times, like when I don't get my way. I'm just kind of a like a big baby diaper bitch, about <laughs> and uh, and I get very frustrated. And I'm like, no, uh, and I'm like, um, I had a moment last night where I think somebody called me like the stripper Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow, that's yeah. Make I think it was Amber. <laughs> was that Amber? Yeah, I think it was Amber. Anyway. Um, Nice, Sammy. It's her. <laughs> right. And then I... <laughs> I know, I know. I, I And I gave credit to Amber for it. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I just... I don't know. I, I did that. I thought it was cool that you guys could figure out just a typing. 
based on like affect alone and the behavior patterns are so uh, clear and so persistent and so on the surface for everybody that it's like you really can do that. Like you type me in a five minute, seven minute video. So it's funny that people make these like 45 minute videos, even though you tell them not to. <laughs> I'm not watching those guys. Like nobody's watching that. Yeah. We don't watch. We don't finish it. So just shut up. Um, but <laughs> unless, well, no, no. Yeah. I'm, Nobody's no. had enough to talk for 45 minutes. Oh, and I, I, when, when people write a paragraph, I just, I zone out after like four words in. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I just, I, uh, I thought that was interesting. And a big thing for me, too, is, like, having a trifix that's kind of not that common. Like, just watching videos of people like Jordan Peterson, like Prince, like other people. It's, like, you can see that look on their face and, like, uh, how much it matched mine. And that was a big deal for me, too. So it kind of validated the whole thing for me. But I'm having a really uh, good time on this trip. I found a lot of different nines to drag around. Like, <laughs> and uh, I dragged Kristen around for a minute. I have this weird, like, uh, flatline nine who just, like, tells me, like, I'm like, give me one of your beers. And she's like, I can't give you one. <laughs> and it's amazing. Like, that's really refreshing. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I have, like, like, I've just enjoyed meeting all of you very, very much. And I'm so glad I came. Like, you're all awesome. I, uh, <laughs> Thanks for being here. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Kaisa. That's like the camera was like really close, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> bring okay. Mic, bring the mic close to your face. Okay. Um, my type is nine wing eight, uh, nine three five, sexual social. And what really got me into the Enneagram was that I have been for my whole life uh, searching for something that would give me answers to why am I like so because. With my stacking, like I'm the only one with the stacking. There's, I have met maybe one or two people who have that. But like you can imagine just like if you were the only one with your stacking and everyone else was doing your blind spot and you have no idea what's going on. And you are just desperately trying to figure it out. And eventually you will go in a really bad state. Like, because it's, you're just not compatible with the environment. So I've been into the psychology thing and everything for so long but then I finally got into the Enneagram thing after a while at first uh, the mainstream Enneagram there was like no no substance in it at all like it wasn't consistent so I kind of just left it but I looked for Enneagram podcasts from uh, Spotify and then I was just browsing and saw the big hormone Enneagrams like mm, okay this sounds interesting. Mm. And what, then my initial reaction was like, wait, that like there are people who speak the same language than me. That was like super profound because that changed my whole view for the world. Like, that like I'm not actually so alien that I thought. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm not a fucking weirdo that there are words for everything that I experience and there are other people like me. And... That, that was a catalyst for some huge rapid change that I experienced. And now I'm doing, doing like really well. Did but, you break up with somebody? Um, no, but I, I, I cut connections with mm. some people. Mm. Good. Right, you get well, I didn't have a that. relationship, but the, I, I did leave some people completely out of my life. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
So I made big changes. And then that was not, of course, enough because I wanted to meet you all. (laughs) And (laughs) all of this, this was like so potent, so magnetic, so juicy that I'm coming here from other side of the world, like from Finland. And I enjoy it so much. Like I have a tendency to just like, I'm jumping into a situation that makes me transform. Like it impacts me on a so profound level that I'm coming out as a new person that there's like no going back and exciting. It, I'm so curious about it. And I don't know necessarily what's going to be, but like how I feel about this space is that this is such a nutritional mm. soil for everyone to grow their seeds to a full blooming in such a rapid and profound way. And it has been beautiful to witness that. And I'm eternally grateful for all of you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for making it here, Kesa. Okay, it was really Beautiful. good. All right, so uh, we uh, are going to be, we appreciate all y'all sharing and appreciate y'all being, my social instinct remembers itself. Um, <laughs> like, really appreciate y'all being here and the sincerity of, like, uh, in the Gurdjieff work, we have this term called wish. And it's not just like, uh, I, it's not a want. It's like there's a call in a deeper part of yourself for something more right for the work but even if we're not aiming for the work like that's a very high thing and i'm very snotty about what's actually the work you know whatever but but you know that we all have like a a a sincere wish to be touched and transformed and to find something new and i think the enneagram is such a potent uh doorway to be able to say, okay, like this person's being a nine, this person's being an eight, and, and, and like how do I see what they're offering? Like as a four, um, for me, learning the Enneagram helped me see that people are, tr- I'm, gonna, I'm a two actually, uh, <laughs> are trying to love each other all the time. Yeah. And we all have our own language for that. And so we're missing each other profoundly all the fucking time. And so, you know, that's why we're so snotty and snobby about the Enneagram, because it's like when, when you don't have a certain level of uh, uh, depth with the Enneagram and a certain level of reverence for it, it covers the very thing it's supposed to excavate. And so you're all sharing is really, you know, meaningful to me. And I know meaningful to everybody up here who, who may or may not share whatever. But um, yeah, so I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we're going to do some of the, uh, questions, uh, but um, yeah. Anything else you all want to add before I? We don't have a lot of time, but yeah, we don't have a lot of time. Like fifteen, twenty minutes of questions. Okay, well, I'm gonna run to the bathroom real quick, but um, I gave you a question that might be worthwhile, right? Oh, sure. That yeah. attachment and so, like, might be. Are there questions yeah. on the Facebook that are good? Yeah, I, I, I have a bunch of Facebook? I have a bunch of questions I put in the chat. So we just go, okay. Um, Well, (laughs) yeah, so the question that we're going to start with, I believe, was a, um, it was pitched in, now I'm like blanking because there's a fucking camera in my face. (laughs) Um, Anyway, the first question is how to get attachment types to stop caring. Or how do we, you know, like how as attachment types do you learn to stop caring? And it's not care. 
What? It's not caring as in, um, it's not caring as in like stop being sensitive or stop being like a genuinely <laughs> like caring person. But I mean, caring about things that, how do you want to, how do you say it? Or something like that? Or it's more just like basically, how do you stop attaching to things that you're not? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. How do you like cut off the obligation to the attachment dance? So that is kind of a multifaceted question, and I'm not even sure that I have an answer right away. But from my experience so far, like one of the ways to like stop caring, first of all, is like you never stop caring. <laughs> like it just doesn't happen. Um, so it becomes instead like having to have an okayness with the fact that you care, and it's and you just won't get those sort of gold stars, you know, that you're asking for. Do we know what, what I'm talking about here? Yes. Yeah. Like if attachment, if someone wants me to be blue and I don't want to be blue, I'm still going to be affected by the fact that someone wants me to be blue and I'm not blue, you know? So yeah. I don't know that there's a real hack to stop caring, but it's just, I would say, just develop a sense of acceptance that it's just not something that's going to it's not something that's going to go away do you guys know what i'm saying yeah. do you guys have any feedback on it yourselves or any kind of hacks that you guys have had i mean well. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i have anything necessarily to add but it's more of a caveat that i know at least and maybe it's six because of the reactivity but there's often a tendency to to think that you're stepping back from the dance and what you're actually doing is negative attachment and you're, mm. you're starting to push against yeah. and be resentful going. that the person yeah. wants you to be blue and then you're proud of yourself that you're resentful that the person yeah. wants you to be blue and you're yeah. still yeah. spending all of this energy on the attachment. Get the mic close to your mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Am I being yeah, too quiet? Think? I don't think anybody's ever accused me of that before <laughs> in my... Closer, closer, no, closer. No, that's good, that's good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, that's it. all I had. Yeah, got it. Got it. <laughs> Who's next? Yeah, does anyone else have you know, anything? Courtney said something on the pod. I think it was the Bermuda Zone. I'm not, about like a practice that she had talked about, like for attachment types, or maybe for six and grounding in herself. Yeah, I don't know if she really fleshed that out, but I thought that was something that should be like an episode, maybe. You know, to talk about like. And I think that was. Yeah. But like, I think it was something about when you when you feel that initial spark that is prompting you to attach mm -hmm. or reject or do whatever it is that you're doing, but to sense into that moment that you start to get ready to enact that dynamic mm -hmm. and then take it from there yeah. and not just blindly kind of push forward into whatever, whatever it is that your mm -hmm. default mechanism is. Yeah. Beautiful. Sorry to interrupt. So oh <laughs> we have, we've got a surprise here today. <laughs> we have, it is the birthday of a certain Nigerian prince. <laughs> that, uh, you know, I, we're, we're planning this uh, rejection type thing. Like we all forgot his fucking birthday. But we're, <laughs> we're playing this rejection type thing. Ready? All right. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Emika. Happy birthday to you. 
Also, I want you to see you know, this. Luckily, that was not recorded because the internet went out. No, <laughs> no wait a minute. Read wait. your cake. Yeah, read what it says if you can read it. On the cake? Oh, to our Nigerian <laughs> prince. <laughs> Thank you. To our Nigerian yeah. prince. Thank you very Happy much. Happy fucking birthday. <laughs> I'll blow out the candles now. I haven't done this in so long. Are they, <laughs> make a, are they trick candles? Make a wish. No, we couldn't get trick candles in time. You're not supposed right, to tell one, them. Two. <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you. We got our Scorpio King here. I have not really here. celebrated her birthday since like 29 because I was like, fuck this. Fuck everybody. <laughs> Sorry, the dark two got here. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is really sweet. Thank you very much. Happy birthday. And it's a good ass cake, too. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring it downstairs. Yeah, John is a proper too and went and <laughs> taste tested it and yeah. made sure to write it. Yeah. Emma gives it to you also. Yeah. Emma gives it to you also. I'm a two with a god complex. Yeah, yeah. We've got a self press to Trader Joe's Trader aficionado. Joe's <laughs> and we've got Dolly Parton over there with the cake. <laughs> All right, well. It was divine intervention that the internet cut out when you guys started singing. <laughs> like, I don't have to watch that back. Projection, <laughs> <laughs> don't quit. Yeah, you always missed the um, snake dance that he was doing while we were singing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the internet cutting out. You guys all missed John's naked birthday dance that he gave for Emika. Because the video yeah, cut out. <laughs> yeah. In true sexual two fashion, he gave Emika a lap dance. <laughs> so you're warm enough to now answer the, the sexual question? That people are all oh. wanting to know. Okay. Uh, God, that's so much attention. I'll set it up for you. Okay, so there was a in a group of someone who thought they were sexual, mm -hmm. social, and they released a couple of videos explaining their relationship to the sexual instinct. Mm. But it was really coming from the point of view of how someone could pleasure her body. But there was really, there was like not really taking fact. You made a comment about how the, the psychological mixing, mm. which is really the core, losing yourself in someone, being affected by someone, uh, was there and something you had to tap into. But, uh, Oh, and I so see. So someone said, "Hey, Alexander, can you talk about this?" Okay. On the pod, so go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I need to let it like come to me. Um. Okay. Let's see. I'm trying to remember. Okay. So yes, it was saying that like learning that I'm sexual blind. Well, learning what sexual blind means as far as attraction goes has been a really profound thing to be steeped in and to be continuously discovering. Where, um, where before having this information, I thought that attracting someone basically just meant like, like looking very pretty or presenting very appropriately or being like, you know, socially, um, socially charming and like generally likable and that that was going to be enough to sort of like unlock passion. Um, and I think one of the mistakes that I was making was that I was not bringing any of my sexual energy forward because of that. I was not giving any credence or any um, validity to any kind of sexual energy that I have, and not using that in a, in a sort of interplay with somebody else. And instead, what I was doing was I was just expecting all the work to be done for me because I was showing up. Not showing up like psychologically undone or open, just like I'm just here, where is the magic? <laughs> um, you so didn't see yourself as part of the magic we're creating. I did magic. not see myself yeah. as part of the magic, yes. Yeah, that actually hits. 
in real time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so honestly, like, I don't have it figured out yet, so I'm not sure what kind of answer I can really give. But, um, but yeah, finding out, let's see. Can I answer? Yes, please. <laughs> so uh, in being with Alexandra, what uh, has she's been revealing more and more is her own specific and flavor and, you know, like her curls, you know, like, like there's a lot of ways that she she adapted herself to be, you know, like attractive. And she, I mean, she's always been beautiful, but there was a way she adapted it in a kind of more amazing way. And I think as we've gotten, as we've been together, you've been more, uh, you've been showing your natural curls, you've been showing your body more, you've been showing certain parts of your personality more. Um, you've been less apologetic for who you are. And part of the, the deal there as an attachment um, social type, sexual mind, is like getting into your sexual instinct does potentially threaten some of those social instinct attachments. Yeah. And that's true for all of us. Whatever our body is, it does threaten. It, 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 there's a threat to our dominant instinct. And so you have to move through a lot of fear. I think of the blind spot as like the linchpin of the whole type. And so, um, yeah, you've been doing that, showing up more yourself. It's not easy. And sometimes it's very disorienting, especially as a nine, where it's like, new status quo, what, how do I get balanced again? But, uh, I mean, yeah, you're showing more and more who you are. And there's a way that, you know, when we see your family, you talk about, like, you're introducing your family to you. Yeah, yeah. For the first time. Yeah, just for context, yeah, we were in, um, we were in Florida not too long ago, and I was with, around my family, my family's all attachment, and just, like, with all of the sort of psychological work of the Enneagram, I am letting my family hasn't known me either, you know, in a way. There's been this whole attachment thing where I'm doing what they need me to do and presenting how they need me to show up for them. So it's been a sort of slow rollout of actually introducing who I am to my family. Mm -hmm. um. <laughs> Does anybody have any comments about their relationship to the sexual instinct? You want to say? Oh, are you done? I'm, I'm yeah. Wait. No, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Cool. Oh. Yeah. Well, Sarah again, um, nine wing one, sexual blind, social self-pres. So my trifix is DJ, which also has another name, which is called the sex on, on the Enneagram website. So I would like to because like in, in the sense, so the way that I think of my sexual blind and I'm still like unpacking this, especially as a DJ. Um, but the way I think of it is sexual instincts taken out of social, out of self-pres, just like there, just completely. And that helps me understand it more. And I was, I was on a call with John a couple months ago, like a unpack, like a debrief after my not for John. Um, <laughs> and I recalled this one time where there was someone I was interested in, and being interested in him was like so, so, so socially uh, reprehensible. It was not okay. I was just this person. Um, and maybe that made it more exciting. Um, but like. If anyone found out about that, it would be terrible. And the way that my body, re but I was really attracted to him. And the way my body reacted around him was like a shaking. It was like an un, it was, it was insane. And I was like, okay, so that might be an inkling to it. And it didn't give a fuck about anything else. It was like completely a moment, not a future or a past. It was just the present. Um, so that's how I think of it, especially as, you know, even if like a DJ is kind of like, can control the vibes and sometimes guys be sexy and kind of fun and exhibitionistic. But a lot of the times they're to get more clout with you or mm. to, you know, th make you think that I'm sexy in a certain way. Mm. Like it's not actually about me, mm. you know, getting that stuff. So that's how I think of it. That's really good. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Anybody else? I know we got a little bit of time left. Uh, for all the sexual blinds, 
I have a helpful metaphor to think of it. Like, um, sexual blinds typically ha- associate sexuality to this kind of culturally established norms. There's like someone is perceiving you, and there's one way to be correct in a way. But that's not true. But like, there are so many be- uh, different flavors of beautiful. Like, for example, if you compare flowers and Christmas lights, they are both fucking beautiful. In their own ways, and they are not taking away each other's beauty, you know. You don't have to, like, trust yourself to uh, bring out your own flavor, and you don't have to, like, understand it. You can just uh, trust that it is there, even though you are not seeing it, and it's attractive. And once you put it out, that the right people will find your way. The uh, right people will find their way for you, I think. And it's been, like, beautiful to see, like... Um, I'm not good. I, I don't know where I'm heading, but with Alexandra, it's just not that uh, she's doing sexual that sickly. It's, it's also that um, she's maybe trusting more in parts of her personality mm-hmm. and the attractiveness. And it's not necessarily about being attractive to everyone, but just to bring it up there that the right people can grab onto it. And for Alexandra, you have you are so bravely as a withdrawn type. Like uh, it seems that you have gained some trust into your own ability to have a flavor, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly like coming from you. I feel like you're welcome. Yeah. It's beautiful nine nine poetry. It's a it's interesting to bring it up because one of the things that um I randomly messaged Alexandra that day be like, Oh my god, I'm so glad we're friends. But like and like you're like an actual three dimensional person. But the the re- I bring this up because the thing that's interesting about it is I really do feel like our spot most enhance our lead and like it brings mm-hmm. everything in together and like mm-hmm. something I like about this is that there's it does feel like all three instincts are here. Yeah. But uh, also it's like I've found as I'm leaning into getting way more on and real with my friends, my friendships are deepening. So my, like, I feel like my connections are way improving now that I'm like, just like, okay, so I, I'm, I'm a Kyle. I'm that's a fucking messy drinks Mountain Dew all the time. I'm like, I fucking like it. Okay. It's whatever. And just like, I love it. Deal. Like my friends are like, okay, but we don't like it. It's like, good, fine. I'll go drink it by myself. And then people who do, it's like, great, awesome. Now I have my money buddies. You know, finding it's finding Find some drywall together. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I put holes in things. <laughs> um. Yeah. It just it feels so much more real. Yeah. Um. Triple real, baby. Like it feels so much more real. Like this role, like, so important to make sure that you're actually f- putting that flavor out there. And it's like very. Like, how else would we all find each other yeah. without it? And this and is way better social than you could ever get with a sexual instinct. There's, way better. There's um, another Gurdjieffian concept is magnetic center, which is this idea that you build, a, you have like a little kernel of something real and that attracts, like attracts like. And so, um, you know, the thing about sexual blinds is that they are giving off their sexual flavor, but often through different kind of masks or layers or whatever. And sometimes it's like, you know, it's like you can feel that it's coming up, but they're not allowing it to just beat on their And so, you know, as you're saying, it's like we're all like even as social blinds, we're all manipulating our stacking in a certain way that is coming across as artificial to everybody. Yeah. And so, like, you know, like we're doing social here, but clumsy, it's like more honest. Right. And so, uh, yeah, this magnetic center, it's like there, you, you get a little of something real and, you know, we can't be at war with our personalities. Like we didn't choose them. We didn't sign up for them. We don't, we don't have any say in how they respond or whatever. We do is meet the personality in a conscious, meaningful way. 
So it's like you just have to, you, you really don't have a choice to be yourself. You gotta punch that drywall. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Did a uh, I, I think, well, Alexander had mentioned about how uh, that, that blind spot, like the sexual blind spot or whatever, it, it can be frightening and scary. And I think that the irony for me is that like, uh sex like the sexual act like physically fucking somebody is it's like a it's a self-pres resource for me mm. it's it's like if i can't get it when i want i'm very hypersexual and when i don't get it it's like the equivalent of like almost being angry and uh so it the irony of it is is that like you know what i've come to understand is the sexual instinct or like whatever understands like it seems like whatever that is that whatever that getting lost and that surrender is would I it would keep me from having sex mm. like it would keep me away from having sex like for, with whoever I want whenever I want you know like so that is threatening to me you Beautiful. know that is a threat and it actually would <laughs> yeah yeah it, well, I'm making a choice but it's like yeah well no yeah I have to make it I yeah. see I see myself making a choice but I, I'm not <laughs> like <laughs> my choice is I want to do whatever I want yeah um but yeah so I just think that that that's something I really like yeah, I hope that's really good it. insight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really appreciate it. Amazing. Yeah. All right, so we don't. I think we've run out of time. We've been over an hour. Okay, uh, uh, David, do you want to say anything? any last words before we go? <laughs> David, just inviting. <laughs> this is me doing social, <laughs> <laughs> or not doing well, <laughs> laying on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so thank you all for being here. Thank you, everybody listening. Uh, thanks for uh, hanging out with us in person or not, and. Uh, Let's go uh, do some celebrating Emika's birthday. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, bye. Everybody. Thank you. I got big worm on night. Bye. That's all right. That's the new sign off.